This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. The Rundown Wrestling Network is proud to partner with Dubby. Dubby is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or angst like other energy drinks. Dubby is made in the USA, contains zero sugar, zero filler, zero artificial colors or dyes, and zero gluten. There are no secret ingredients and no special formulas, so you know exactly what you're putting in your body. All of Dubby's flavors are custom-made in-house, so you won't find them anywhere else. And with how much drink mix you get per tub, it works out to a dollar per serving or less. That's cheaper than your favorite coffee shop or canned energy drink. So try Dubby today. Click the link in the episode description or point your browser to dubby.gg and use our code RUNDOWNWRESTLING, all caps, all one word, to save 10% on your order. That's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G, promo code RUNDOWNWRESTLING, all caps, all one word, to save 10%. Try it out with a starter pack or dive straight in. Get a full tub. Get yourself a shaker. Get some stickers. Get some apparel. Get it all at W.GG with promo code RUNDOWNWRESTLING for 10% off. That's W.GG promo code RUNDOWNWRESTLING. You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rock and roll, strong and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Dave Thong! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is the main event of the evening. Please welcome your host for today. Jason is here. Dude, I, I swear to God, I'm not as big an asshole as it sounds like. Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, alright? Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. And I'm here? Well, look at it this way. The first thing we've done together as a team. So I grab my dick, you grab your dick, you work my arm, I work your arm. Same time. Same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks anyway. I'm touching my own dick. You're working it, and I'm loving it. Enough is enough, and it's time for the rundown. Welcome, everyone, to the latest edition of the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. My name is Sal. I will be your host tonight, but I'm not alone. I am joined by a man who has been doing this show for over 12 years. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam is here. You know, when when, when Sal hosts, you know, there's a real dearth of... Uh talent on the show but i'm here it's true it's damn true how you doing friend i'm good uh top story this week fuck your climate change it obvious it's obviously fake it was 88 degrees here today yes in early april in new hampshire i instantly regret buying a new hoodie a couple weeks ago (laughs) 
<laughs> well, it'll be nice and fresh for the fall. I guess so. Put that away. Um, yeah, it's it. Not spring. We did not get spring. We we got a couple of degree, a couple of days of fifty degree no, weather, yeah. and then we got we got spring, but then it went back to winter and then jumped to summer. That's that's correct. Out of nowhere, we it a, is in we the had 80s a classic, today. We had a classic New England sprint hummer. Mm-hmm. Although it's not supposed to last, we are supposed to dip down into the 60s again this weekend. That's good. Yeah, I don't, you know, I, <laughs> I've always loved low 80s. That's always been my jam. But I'm also not opposed to the 60s, and I know it's a lot more comfortable in the 60s, so... 80s is too 80s is too hot. Give me a high 60s, low 70s, and I'm good. Well, there you go. There you go. So what have you been up to, sir? We haven't talked to you in a little bit. God, it's going to be the 80s tomorrow, too, and I have to work tomorrow. Oh, uh, the van. Oh, oh God. It's, it's awful. And the step vans aren't much better. It just gets a fucking greenhouse in the back. Um, <clears throat> let's see. What's, ha- what's, what's happened since the last time I was on the show? Uh, last uh, last time I was here, I mentioned that I was sick. Still fucking sick. Uh, we've gone from a cold to a sinus infection. Uh, last week, if I'd even if I if I had even wanted to be on this, not I shouldn't say it like that. It, I couldn't have been on the show last week, even if I'd wanted to, because I was at the uh, urgent care, Oof. making sure I wasn't dying. Um. But yeah, it's a virus. It's not the flu. It's not COVID. It's not RSV. It's some v- other virus. So they're just like, uh, take an antihistamine to dry out your sinuses, and um, you can take like Tylenol for for the pain or whatever. And I'm like, okay, thanks. That's what I was fucking doing. Glad I gave you a hundred dollars. I feel like okay. uh, my um, you and myself have very similar uh, experiences when we get sick, which means. That we get sick for like weeks, and everything that could go wrong goes wrong. Well, the other thing is they're like rest. I'm like I can't fucking rest. I have to work. (laughs) I have to work because I need money. I had a sinus infection once in my twenties that took me out of regular life for six fucking months because it affected my inner ear. And it mm-hmm. gave me vertigo. Yeah, how fun. I, t- I texted you earlier. I said, I'm not going to show you, but the color of the shit that is coming out of my nose. Was it all types of French colors? French mustard. <laughs> French is mustard. Oh. Nice, a vibrant yellow today. At least uh, it's not red and yeah, green. <laughs> I, I can't fucking rest because I have to work. And when I'm not working, I have to do, I have to do shit. I have to take... Both days this week, I had to take my wife's car to the shop to get in, to get it inspected. Um, so I took it on on Tuesday, and they were like, "It needs rear brakes, so we can't put the sticker on it until you replace the rear brakes." I'm like, "Okay, well, I got to go get my kid from school in like 20 minutes, so can we do that another day?" <laughs> so that was today. Plus, it's Saturday. Uh, oh, that was the other thing. The last time I was here, uh, we got the news report that my car was totaled. Right. minor fender bender, bender I had a month and a half ago. Isn't that fun when uh, the insurance company determines, no, we're not going to fix it? Yeah. No, your car is 13 years old and has 212,000 miles on it. Go fuck yourself. 
Damn, um, two hundred twelve thousand miles. Well, you do, you do make the. It's towns. a Toyota. <laughs> it's a Toyota. Um, so I'm getting uh, this weekend, uh, Saturday, going in the morning, uh, well noon, and picking up my new Corolla. <gasps> you have a brand new car. Well, new to me. It's a it's a 2020. Okay, so I'm going from a 20. I'm going from a 2010 to a 2020. Let me tell you something. Congratulations, because you are one of the only people I know to have a car in this decade. <laughs> Everybody else is in the 2010s. So, yeah. my wife's uh, my wife's Civic is a 2019. Um, Mine's a 2014, and so is my wife. Um, so it's I, a it's a it's a 2020 Corolla. It's silver. It's got like 40,000 miles on it. That's not bad at all. But it's got adaptive cruise control. It's got a rear view camera. It's got Bluetooth. It's got stereo controls on the steering wheel, which is something I've never had before. Oh, I have that in my shit little car. Um, yeah, my car is weird. My car has like some yeah, cool features. We were, so we were talking in text this week and. Uh, you said you had a Ford C Max. Yes, it's like which is a car that I have never heard of. That's right. You've heard of a Ford Focus, right? Yeah, smaller. <laughs> um, so what you say? You're like the dude on The Simpsons. <laughs> is there something funny about my automobile? Pretty much. So here's the thing. Uh, in my in my thirties, I had really bad credit. Uh, but I needed a car, so I went to a place known to give uh, people with bad credit cars, and it was a Ford dealership, and they were like, hey, um, okay, we got the perfect car for you. Here it is. And I'm like, how about another car? And they were like, this, this, this or nothing. And I'm like, um, I don't think you heard me, asshole. <laughs> I'm like, all right, then I guess I'll take it. Now, to be fair, it's a hybrid, okay? So here's the thing. Ford took the Focus, made it into a hybrid, but it was 2014, so they didn't exactly know what they were doing. So I don't charge it. <laughs> I, I never use the electricity function on it because it only gets 19 miles per full charge. Nice. That doesn't seem worth it. Um, but I, was, I, I looked at a I looked at a Nissan Leaf online because mm-hmm. there's a there's a dealership near me that I think, I think it was a I think it might have also been a 2020. It was a used Nissan Leaf. And I was looking at the charging options. And if you don't want to get a, a very expensive box installed on the side of your house, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can you can get this little adapter so you can use a regular wall outlet as long as you have a dedicated circuit for your car and have four to six hours for to give it a full charge. So you need a dedicated circuit just for your car. Otherwise, yeah. it will short all your circuits up. Exactly. Nice. Because it was like, how long will it take? It'll it'll charge at a rate of about nine. <laughs> the, the the range will increase by about nineteen miles per hour of charging using this option. I was like, oh okay, I don't. Maybe we won't get an electric car this time around. So here's the thing, the, that the worst part of my car is because it's a hybrid and it's from 2014. No one will touch it. Yeah, nobody will fucking touch it. They're like, you got to go to the dealership, man. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this thing. The, the battery's not even in the front. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, no, it is. You just... <sighs> it's a frustrating car. I don't know how many fucking hamsters are in there. <laughs> it's a frustrating car. But 
It's but, a, we know. On this show, we know. <laughs> but the good thing about the car is, knock on wood, I haven't had any serious issues like the engine or anything like that. And still only got 76,000 miles on it. So, yeah. so this will be, my third, year, so. be my third Toyota. Um, and the only reason I've had to replace my last two Toyotas is because they were totaled. Nice. I had the Yaris, and I ran over a deer. Well, this <laughs> is... And then I had, and then I had this the 2010 Corolla, and I got uh, lightly rear-ended because I took a corner too quickly and didn't yield like I was supposed to. Okay, at least this time there is some debate on the on on whether it should have been totaled. But your last time when you hit a deer, I mean, that's probably like a given, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I, up on two wheels. My first car, like, my very first car, was a '95 Pontiac Sunbird. And I had it for one week because I totaled it. For a week? Yes. Um, okay. It, here's what got me is the only reason it was totaled because I got into a minor accident, but it was totaled because the frame bent. And I was like uh, 17 at the time. I'm like, wait, you can't just fix that? It's like a little dent in the side that. No, no, frame bent. Sorry, can't do anything. Totaled. Yeah. <laughs> okay then. Yeah, so I was I I I'd gone out to get dinner, to get us subs, and I was driving back, and it was a section of uh, a section of road where the speed limit was fifty, and the street lights were very far apart. Hmm. And I saw as I was coming around a small little corner, there was a I saw a car off to the side of the road on the other side. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's interesting. And then all of a sudden, my headlights hit the deer. And there was nothing I could do at that point. Because the, the, length, the length of the headlights is not that long. So I think the other car hit the deer first. And it collapsed on my side of the road. Jesus Christ. And I, and I, ran, over the, I ran over the deer... Uh, I was up on two wheels for a little bit. Wow. Again, going about 50, because that's the speed limit on this section of road with very few streetlights. Came back down, considered stopping, but was so fucking pissed at that point that I just drove it home. <laughs> according to according to the insurance rep, the, the, the person who who did the estimate they they lifted it up to take a look at the underside and told me it was a horror show i mean i believe it given <laughs> you were going 50 and you ran over a deer but the thing is i give you credit for being angry because i would have been fucking scared out of my goddamn mind i was already I, I as i recall i was already mad about something ah okay so that was just the icing on the cake because to me it would have been the shock it would have been like what the fuck is going on <laughs> I mean, you but hit a deer car, at fifty, and your car goes in the in the air with two wheels. It's kind of a shocking moment. My first car was a nineteen ninety five Dodge Neon. Oh, I remember those cars. It was it was white until New Year's Day, um, probably ninety nine, mm. when I was over at my girlfriend's house, and it was a very windy day. And all of the paint on the roof ended up in her yard. So from that point, my car was white and primer gray. 
Because apparently that was an issue with Dodge Neons around that time, is the paint would just come off. Wow. <laughs> that must have been fun driving after that. Uh, I mean, the car itself was fine. It just had part of it that was gray. You know, the best car I ever fucking got to drive was a Mazda CX-7. It was a rental. Yeah. And it was, like, brand new. Oh, man, that thing was fucking souped up. It was, like, a 2018. Oof. I had I had a Mazda 3 as a rental once. That was really nice. And then I had a, some Toyota. It was a fucking giant SUV thing that I had to get that I had to get a rental for for some reason. I also had a Dodge Charger once as a rental in Florida. That was that was something. <laughs> my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law used to own a Dodge Dart. Okay, I've seen those. And we call I call it we called it the Flying Carrot because it was orange. Nice. And it had black racing stripes on it. Oh my god. <laughs> Again, this is my mother-in-law. And so when she got it, the first thing I said to her was like, I didn't know you joined an underground racing league. <laughs> nice. That was a good car, though. Uh, yes, our... Anyway. Yes, this is not the car podcast. This is the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. Mm-hmm. Adam, you were not here when we recapped WrestleMania. I think myself, Jason, and Troy have all said everything we could possibly say about it, but I did want to get your thoughts. We'll be, I'll be brief. Um, night two, obviously better than night one. Wait, I'm sorry, Clear, what? Clearly. <laughs> oh, that, I got that backwards, sorry. That's ADHD. Night one. Uh, cut, cut, take two. Can we get it? Roll that back. Do it. <clears throat> Clear, hold, hold for edit. Not on this show. Uh, night one, obviously better than night two. There it is. What I meant to say the first time. Um, you had it was there was Oscar and there was someone else who was like you you you've debuted this new character. Mm-hmm. You're building this new character, and then you just have the blues. So what was the fucking point of all that? Yeah. Um, it reminded me of when Oscar won the Rumble and then didn't win the title. Yeah, um, that was bad. Clearly they couldn't think of anything to do with, with Lashley. That was um, that was sad. <laughs> I understand they had other plans, but, you know anything would have been better than just standing there with the stupid trophy. But I'm also surprised uh, surprised that they didn't have anything to do with LA Knight. Eh, um, that was a that little less surprised. Obvious. Um, big ups to Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Uh, between him and Ref Jess and whoever else. Uh, there was a camera uh, guy. Or I saw that. Yeah. I did watch, because you did text me to said, you should watch the Botchamania. So I watched the Botchamania. Wasn't it good? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, if that if that was a thing that was on the fly, then props to all whoever was involved in coming up with that because it was it was perfectly saved the segment from Shane's quads. Um, <clears throat> so you saw the, all the all the meme worthy stuff of what they did with Shane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
the tag the tag titles was a was a big feel good moment. Um, oh, absolutely, absolutely, that was really nice. They did, that but I find nice. I do I do find it very odd that they're already starting to tease tension between Sammy and Kevin. Well, we'll talk to, about it. <laughs> that doesn't need to happen now. Um. What'd you think of Logan Paul and Seth? Fam, great match. And yes, it was it was me that that said that that thought that it was going to be Seth inside the prime bottle who's going to attack him during the entrance, because I wasn't thinking, oh, it's WrestleMania. Seth obviously needs an entrance at WrestleMania. Yeah. If it had been any other show, maybe. True. But um, what else was there? Finn. Uh, <laughs> Finn Balor. How, was it 12 staples in his fucking head? I thought it was 14. 14, 17, however fucking many it was. That's ridiculous. So did they... Uh, okay, here's what I'm confused about. Did they put staples in just to finish the match and then add or redo them later? Because I saw a picture of him with the open wound right, after the match. Right, right, right. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like that's not something you can do in the ring, though. Right. It's not like there's a ringside medic with a fucking staple gun from Home Depot. Like, come here. <laughs> <laughs> That's only an AW. You're good. Uh, no. <laughs> um, no, I felt bad that Finn split his head open. Obviously, I had an issue with the color code of weapons. <laughs> that was stupid. That was very stupid. It's just we on, painted guys. this table purple. And then uh, I heard it on another podcast. Somebody said, you know, we should probably retire Hell in the Cell, and I'm not against it because for a while just, at least. It's lost everything that it once it had. Is. There's no, oh, yay, Hell in the Cell. Nobody cares. <laughs> like, War Games is the new thing. Like, that's the new cool and cage thing. Hell in a Cell was created to be a feud ender. Yes. And then it was made, given its own pay-per-view, and we had to shoehorn shit in there, so it's not, it's, it's, it's lost a lot of its luster. And now we've got they did this at WrestleMania, and yet and yet Finn Balor is still going out there and talking about Edge. Like, just no, let it go. You know the other problem I have with Hell in a Cell. Now they find it necessary to use weapons, and I'm not saying there wasn't Hell in the Cells with weapons. I'm saying that they rely on weapons now. Well, they got to do something since they can't climb up top no more. Okay, but the cell <laughs> itself used to be vicious. Yeah, you know, you throw so you you lawn dart them into the cell, you you Irish whip them into the cell. It was supposed to mean something. <laughs> All right, Grandpa, let's let's get you home. Um, um what else? Uh, I agree with everyone's take that Charlotte and Rhea uh, stole the entire fucking weekend. That, that was match was fantastic. Match. That was a great match. Um. I'm trying to think of anything else before we talk before going to the big thing. That was a vicious match too. That's what I like. Those two brawls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Pat McAfee had a nice little moment. That was fun. <laughs> Why isn't he on commentary? I don't know. I I, I feel like he he's got restrictions on his schedule this year. That's what I feel like. I feel like he's Something. doing other stuff. I don't know. Something. <clears throat> Oh, we had the showcase matches, but yeah, eh. uh. <laughs> yeah. The, men, the men's the men's the men's was better than it had any right to be. Sure, uh, the women's happened. 
Yeah. The, pro- the problem with the women's one is because is you look at those teams, you're like, oh well, it's Ronda and Shayna, obviously. Who gives a shit? No. Um, because I start. No, I, they don't even give a shit. <laughs> I think no, well, I've made a I think I've made it beyond clear on this show that I do not give a shit if Ronda Rousey ever appears on my TV ever again. Fair enough. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that was like. Oh, the fucking Good Intercontinental third. title match. Yes. What a fight. Unsurprisingly good. Unsurprisingly brutal. Um, yeah, fantastic all around. And and uh, and and I'm glad that Austin Theory won. Yes. Uh, I was a little surprised. Not surprised. I, I, I understand keeping the title on Gunther, but I also would have understood giving Sheamus that moment. Yeah, but whatever. But it's fine. The match was incredible right. and vicious. And I, I, oh my god, Titus O'Neil, call the police! <laughs> Titus O'Neil, surprisingly competent. Much better on commentary than some other people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh boy. The big one. I've heard. All the arguments, all the complaints, all the people who were mad. And I was mad. I, w- I was mad on Sunday evening at the end of WrestleMania Night 2. And I said that. And I said that I was I was not upset that Cody lost. I was upset how Cody lost. Sure. But here's the thing. How many times have I said to you, have I said on this show, that I enjoy getting worked okay and that's what we did here this this got a reaction from me mm-hmm. that was the reaction that they were going for and i completely understand jason's point from last week that that with everything that led up to it this was the moment that's mm-hmm. a very fair argument to make i am willing to give them uh, a little more time um not a full year I don't mm. want this to go to next WrestleMania. Um, but I am intrigued at the thought, especially with what happened on Raw and what's going to happen to Backlash. Uh, speaking of which, is Brock really going to Puerto Rico? Mm-hmm. That's okay. The, I mean, that's... I don't think you, you have Cody say that on Raw unless that's the that's the plan, so... Yeah. Um. So I don't. Th- I, I I'm very interested in if you want to call it a redemption arc, and it is very much like John Cena following his loss to The Rock at Once in a Lifetime one, mm. uh, where you get knocked down, you get knocked way the fuck down, and you have to build yourself back up to it. Again, I don't want it to take a year, or if it does take a year, I don't want it to, to be against Roman Reigns at that point. Mm. I, I I would like to see someone take the title off of Roman at some point in the next 12 months. Um, but, like I said when we were doing the, the WrestleMania predictions, if not Cody, who? Okay. So, my original problem with how it played out has now been compounded because, once again, 
I'm watching a WWE wrestling show without a world champion. <laughs> and now, uh, that, see, that's what I didn't want. Because it, it, it didn't really have anything to do with Cody. It could have been Sammy. But, but the fact that now he's taking time and he's there every other week or every, once every three weeks. So it, and the title's not going to be defended at... That uh, backlash, and it's probably not going to be defended in Money in the Bank. It's like we don't have a fucking world champion. Yeah, that's I think. Then that's fair. Now, now that's, that's making fair. me like even more like ugh. Like what the fuck? I want a world champion when I watch wrestling. Yeah, it, it, we're we're very much, and, and that's and it's very much a product of the era that we're in. We're because we're very much beyond the the San Martino era, the Backlund era, the Hogan era of these guys are just champions forever mm. because it takes a while to find the next guy. Yeah, the next guy who's going to draw money, who's going to fill the stands. I get that. But it's also not the Attitude Era where you hot potato the title every every other month. Fair. And like I said, I think I said this a, a few months ago, they have they they need to find that middle ground, mm. and they haven't done a good job of it. See, that's the problem now. And and for a good part of the 2010s, the titles really didn't mean shit. Didn't matter who won them, who lost them. A lot of them lost their prestige. Now we've gone too far the other way. Now Bianca's had her yeah. title for over a year, and she absolutely should have lost the WrestleMania. Gunther's going to be approaching a year. Roman's I'm approaching okay four years. The Usos had it for almost two. Like, we're doing this now where it's like, at least Bianca's on the show, but still, like, it's like, okay, I want something different. I want new I, people to win the championships. I don't mind I don't mind Gunther being Intercontinental Champion for, for a long time because that is the process of building that belt back up. Sure. And it fits it fits the ring general, it fits that character. Of respecting the mat, respecting the space, try bringing that prestige back to that "quote unquote" workhorse title, that that stepping stone title to the to the world championship. I'm fine with that. Um, but like I said, Bianca absolutely should have lost at Mania because you you bring Oscar back with this killer clown, if you want a gimmick, if you want to call it that, you know, hearkening back to her days in Japan and you make a big deal out of this. It's a new Oscar. It's a, it's a scarier Oscar. And then she just loses anyways. You know what it is. And it's so sad. They did this with the world title picture. It's the new and improved and vicious Viking Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's no, I, I mean, I'm, the other thing is we talk, the other thing again, I think Jason made at this point last week and I, I, mentioned it a couple of weeks ago is Roman has been universal champion. Yes. For 900 and some odd days. Yes. He's only been WWE champion for a little over a year at this right, point. 370 or whatever it is. And so it, it shouldn't matter. And I, and I mean, we can, we can slide into talking about current events if we want I don't know if they can if they find a way to use the draft to separate those titles again, or if they use the draft to somehow introduce 
another world title. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, this reeks of when Brock Lesnar was undisputed champion back in 2004, and they were like, um, he's exclusively signed to SmackDown. Or maybe it was 2002. And then there's nothing anybody can do about it. And then Eric Bischoff's like, ha ha, big gold belt. We have our own title. Yeah. <laughs> which is what they did with the, which is how the Universal title came about. That's too. so fucking dumb. Yeah, Dean Ambrose became the undisputed champion and then SmackDown drafted him. So. Trust me, that would be my, that would be my least favorite option. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm also not a fan of the, of them just being like, okay, uh, Roman, you're on SmackDown, so we're taking the WWE title and giving it to Raw. No, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> I just said I wasn't a fan of that. God. See, because then you, okay. Because then you crown a WWE champion who didn't have to beat Roman Reigns. Right. Um, um to but go they've got to do something. To go with that, right? Triple H said in the, in the, post-mania press conference that, you know, they're not trying to draw out anything, they're trying to tell a story. Here's the thing. (laughs) When you tell a story, typically, and I know a lot of uh, TV shows don't do this anymore, but typically, you know the ending of your story, right? So, if this is a redemption story for Cody... And we're trying to, you know, maximize the moment, and he wins it at 40. Okay, maybe, I guess. But how much you want to bet they don't know who's going to be the guy to beat Roman? <laughs> it's highly possible. And that's what bothers me. It's like, okay, you you don't have an ending. You're flying by the seat of your pants. So, I mean, yeah. we'll so see. But y- y- y'all, made some, y'all made some very good points last week. Um. With this being, this could be lightning in a bottle, and you've just missed it. There's no guarantee that three, six, eight, twelve months from now, Cody is as as a fan favorite as he is right now. Especially him. <laughs> we saw how yeah. quick that tide turned in other companies. <sighs> so I I uh, I feel like I am more willing to give this a shot than some other folks on this on this show, but. Uh, that doesn't mean that I also 100% agree with the decision not to have him win WrestleMania. That's fair. And you know what? This actually will flow very nicely into our conversation and, about the week. And yes, the Raw Aftermania was hot garbage. Oh, they didn't even try. That was the most basic show I've ever watched in a wrestling program. That's all it was. It was basic. Nothing happened. Um, to the point where Seth came out there to sing. No, I'm sorry. Seth came out there to conduct everybody else to sing for like five minutes. So, and also the lack of the lack of surprises. But uh, you guys covered that yes. quite well. All right, so let's let's talk about SmackDown, and and and, and I gotta address this because after Mania and with everything that happened on Raw. I was willing to give SmackDown a chance. But what they did on SmackDown didn't help my uh, 
excitement or lack thereof for the product. And the reason <laughs> I say that is because one of my favorite moments from Mania was watching Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeat the Usos for the tag team titles. Mm-hmm. And let's put some history and some respect on these guys' names. They just ended the longest undisputed tag team title reign in history. Okay? Yep. And they're already breaking up. <laughs> what the fuck? Owens got like... First of all, Sammy, out of nowhere, because the whole goal, remember, was to destroy the bloodline. Sammy's like, but, you know, I think I really want to talk to Jay. And Owens is like, don't. No. No, that's that's dumb. Why would you do that? He's like, ah, I'm going to do it anyway. So then Solo jumps Kevin while Sammy's talking to Jay, so it makes it look like he got fucking set up. So, And now we have Owens kind of not trusting Sammy right now. There's there's way more seeds than there needs to be. This team Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn should have been just the best tag team for the next six months. They should have like matching shirts and like matching gear and like tag team double team moves. Like this is horrible. We're we're saying that the team that beat the Usos is a fluke. That's what we're doing. I don't know if it would specifically qualify as fluke because they have been they've known each other for so long. And so it is like a it is like a, an, another brotherhood in its own right. Sure. Um but it is it is very disheartening that they're already doing this. Right. It's like Saturday Saturday they won the titles and then Sunday came along and they're like, What do we do now? Oh fuck. Um <laughs> uh, Let's just run it back. Just I don't know, back. looks look suspiciously at each other. Oh. And that's the thing. The whole point again was to take down the bloodline. The bloodline really does not seem like it is being taken down. It it seems like the Usos will get those tag team titles back sooner than later. <laughs> And yeah, so we, it's still a beast. So we didn't Uh-oh. get anything with Jay turning on the turning on the family. No, he did that stop. He did stop Solo from the uh, delivering the spike to Sammy at the end of SmackDown, but only so he could kick Sammy in the face. Right. And then Matt Riddle came out and saved the day. Woo! I don't care. <laughs> okay, because that, that's one of the things I had this week. Was what are your thoughts on Riddle aligning? Quote unquote with Kayo and Sammy. Okay, I like Riddle. I liked him a lot better before he got suspended. Um, Character wise, I just thought he was he was like I actually bought into well, he hasn't him done fighting Reigns. So why he yet since he's come back? He's just run in a couple of times and they're like, "Hey." Well, what I I'm mean is fight. like he he had the I'm crowd fight behind this guy him because he tried to cripple me. He had the crowd behind him when he was going against Roman for the title back in July last year. Um, and it makes sense he would go after Solo since Solo took him out. What I have an issue with is I know that Matt Riddle is not beating Roman Reigns for that title. So this is just fodder. This is that's we're probably gonna get a six man at, at Backlash. It's gonna be yeah. Solo and the Usos versus Kevin, Sammy, and Riddle in a who gives a fuck match. <laughs> 
Um, I mean, I, I might give a fuck. We'll see. I don't know. I guess it just doesn't seem like the bloodline is any different at all than what they were right. before Mania. And that's yeah. Now, yeah, it's it. it, it <laughs> but Roman told Jimmy to stay home this week because so that Jay could take care of business. Or if, and if Jay doesn't take care of business, then Solo will have to take care of business. Guess what? Sami Zayn's still fine. No business was taken care of. Nothing happened. <laughs> it also feels like they just forgot about Roman telling Jade and Jimmy that. So. Well, they said it earlier on that episode of SmackDown. I know. And we saw nothing of that mentioned on Raw after the fact. When Riddle came out and made the save, and Sammy did not get solved the Sammy and KO problem. So I mean, I don't. I did not see that the Tribal Chief was advertised for this week's SmackDown, which means it's going to be another week that nothing gets addressed. But we'll see. I suppose Paul Heyman could be his proxy. We we had that big uh, the, the big moment of WrestleMania, and it's just. Uh... Kind of losing steam at this point. Mm. It's almost like they went to the well one too many times. What else on SmackDown did you find interesting? Shinsuke's returning next week. Yes, he is. So at least he's there. Um, maybe he was hurt, but it, it's good to see him back. Looking forward to it. Triple H announced the draft. That's fine. Yeah. I. <clears throat> be interested but because you've had so much bleed over in the past six months is there any fight that hasn't happened yet that we could do like maybe Bobby Lashley and Gunther but I can't think of much more <laughs> it's like They've ignored the brand split for so long, and now they're like, ah, maybe we'll try. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's put that back on the table and see what happens. I mean, like, you know what they could do? They could they could have Becky Lynch draft to the SmackDown, and then she could take on Rhea. Oh, wait, we saw that before, too. Hmm. Yeah, we're running out of options. We've seen a lot of these already. So, I don't know. We'll so see. Braun Breaker gets drafted to Raw. Possibly after his comments this week, but we'll we'll get to NXT in a little bit. Uh, let's see. Dominic. Dominic is still doing great work. Yeah. Even though, and I have a fe- I had a feeling this that wasn't going to be ending at Mania. This this is yeah kind of yeah. just getting started between these two. Um. I will give Dom all the credit in the world, and this actually happened on Raw, but he, Rey Mysterio starts the night probably because of all the traveling issues. And um, Dom comes out there and Ray's like, you know, why don't we fight tonight? Dom's like, whoa, I don't want to fight my own father. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was fucking good. But, but you, um, know who, you know who does? The guy who had to get 17 staples in his head eight days ago. 
Yep. Because when you have a problem, just call Finn. He'll be he'll take care of it for you. Um, no, Dominic's. Doing- I like I like Dom and and Rhea. Mm-hmm. I like Finn. Mm-hmm. I like Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. But what is the what is the Judgment Day doing? What are they What are they doing as a group? Why Why do they exist as a group? Well, they're here to take over. No, not really. <laughs> wait, wait. They're here to convert people to their way of thinking so they can have a bunch of followers, like a cult. No, no, they're not really doing that either. Um, they're gonna win every single title. Rhea has won. <laughs> uh, I get your point. Usually when there is a faction, that faction will make it very clear what their uh, motivations are. And the Judgment Day just seem to be hell-bent on continuing whatever feud they're in. And then just keep going with it. <laughs> right. So if there if there's one group that I would not mind seeing get split up in the draft, it would be the Judgment Day. Now, I'm not sure about the scheduling is is backlash before the draft i don't know when the they didn't said when the draft is triple h just said in a few weeks oh so then yeah backlash is definitely before the draft because backlash Backlash is the sixth i believe right so i would assume very shortly after backlash maybe they do but see that's what i hate sometimes they don't time these draft rights these draft drafts correctly and you get like a little feud that starts and then it doesn't happen because somebody gets drafted and then you're just like what the fuck so i'm hoping they don't do that um but then they also sometimes wait too long where they just well we can't do anything until draft so let's just keep rerunning the same storylines we've been doing the past six months uh let's see here so obviously we're gonna get bad bunny and Ray versus Don Priest. Yeah. You mean that match they've already announced? Did they announce it? I thought so. I will it have could to be take right. a look. But it could be right. I know that, that on Raw, Ray was like, Bad Bunny's going to make you pay for what you did. And <laughs> Dominic was like, Another package of lies from a deadbeat dad. <laughs> <laughs> his His lines um, are written really nicely for him. Sometimes he can't say them. Because, you know, if if Bad Bunny wants to stick his fingers in our business, then I'm gonna do something right, about nothing. it. <laughs> maybe, not, maybe, maybe none of the matches are official yet. But, but yeah. Yeah, they haven't officially, officially announced anything, but we'll we'll see. I will say this. If the pay-per-view is headlined by Brock and Cody, yeah. um, I'm expecting a Brock-Cena situation. Similar, almost exact, paint-by-numbers, what they did after Cena lost to Rock when he fought Brock at the next pay-per-view, and Brock kicked the shit out of him, and Cena got like a fruit roll-up and won. 
pretty much assuming that's what's going to happen. But it will be in Puerto Rico, so it should be a very lively crowd. Yeah. For lack of a better term. All right. We will, uh, they'll definitely be excited after not having had uh, a WWE show since New Year's Revolution 09. Is that the last time they had a show? It's the last time they had a, a, a PLE. Really? I wonder why they never like to go to Puerto Rico. I mean, all the stuff that happened happened decades ago, so you'd figure it wasn't. It's not that, but I don't know. Okay, speaking of Cody and Brock, I will say this: I love that Cody addressed everything in his promo this week. He was, you know, he even brought up the rubber chicken. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was good because he needed to address it. And the week prior on the Raw After Mania, I didn't think he really addressed it. He just kind of was coming at Roman. But this week, he was, like, completely addressing it. And he was like, I am scared of Brock Lesnar, but I'm, I still want to mm-hmm. fight him. And I thought, I thought that was good. I thought that was a good promo from Cody. Yeah. yeah. Again, Cody's... Cody's always pretty good on uh, in the promos, so unsurprising. And I, I did appreciate him acknowledging the, uh, the the rubber chicken. Seriously, uh, I do agree with Jason though that this match, or or if you can call it that, I don't really want to see it. Like, there's nothing that's going to make these styles really work, other than the fact that Cody's pretty good yeah. at selling. So I guess he can take 16 German suplexes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you'll feel bad for him, so I guess it will build that sympathy. But or or it's Puerto Rico, and they'll be like, "Do it again! Hit him with another F five!" Because it is Brock. So you do always have to worry about that. It's almost weird to me how closely they're, they're this is mirroring the Cena thing, though. You know what's weird about the Cena thing? I never thought he needed redemption. He was what, right. like a ten-time champion at that point, <laughs> right. and he lost to a guy who oh, had him. No. Been... <laughs> you lost this one match, right? That's what I mean. You oh, you lost this one match to a guy who like uh, transcended the business. And by the way, you also lost to him in his hometown of Miami, Florida. So, what the fuck? Why is that a big deal? Like, why did you need to go on a redemption story? <laughs> right. We talked about that as it happened, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but uh, but at least Cody's makes a little bit of sense now. Right, right. I did hear this this week, just just to throw it out there. How better would it have been if Brock attacked Cody the night after Mania and Cody was the champion? See, because then Brock actually can challenge him for the title because it's not right. Roman anymore, and right. I think that would have been gangbusters. I thought I think that would have been a lot more interesting than what we are now. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we can't have nice things ever. <laughs> it's not. Oh, speaking of which, holy shit! The experiment that was giving Lita a tag team championship might. 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, the that experiment is over. Her wrestling on TV might also be over as well, at least for a little while. Because um, we parachuted out of that real quick. <laughs> mm. That... There's a lot wrong with how it was executed, but I understand why they did it. That Trish Stratus turn was so obvious. She may as well have been. She may as well have been wearing a fucking f- flashing red light on her head. The problem with the Trish Stratus turn, well, of course, like you said, just from the and beginning. the match and the tag title match was garbage. Okay. <laughs> But they got a "This is Awesome" chant, though. <laughs> See, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm not the only person who thought it was garbage, because it 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 was rough. It was really rough. There was a lot mm-hmm. of missed spots. I don't know if it's just because these these teams didn't have time to talk, or if because Trish is retired. But even Raquel and Becky in the ring didn't have any chemistry, and it just it didn't work on a lot of levels. I apologize, by the way. New Year's Revolution was 2005. Ah, gotcha. But the thing is, um, yeah, like you said, completely obvious when when Lita got taken out and Trish was like, I'll step in and be your partner. You were like, oh, God. When when Lita got taken out, I was like, oh, Trish attacked her. Yeah. I got to tell you, though, I knew about it before... I watched it because I didn't watch Raw Live. So I was really hoping for a Ric Flair sting situation. (laughs) (laughs) I was really hoping that Becky was going to get the shit kicked out of her for the whole match and finally make the tag and Trish comes in and just starts beating on her. (laughs) Wouldn't that have been better? Yeah. Almost anything would have been better than what we got. So we have this back and forth match and it sucks and, and everything's, the timing's horrible and... Trish doesn't know if she's tagging in or tagging out, and she seems really lost in this match. And then she loses. Okay, she got pinned. Wasn't even like a finisher. It was like a it was like a roll up. She sits in the ring after she got pinned. Becky comes in. Becky raises her hand. Becky hugs her. Trish completely gives Becky the says, entire. It's okay. Becky says, it's okay, 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 it's okay. Trish, by the way, it's okay. gives the entire okay. spot away. It's okay. You're right. By continuing to look over her shoulder and try to, like, get her placement right. <laughs> and then okay. she, And then she turns... And she hits Becky with a punch, but she misses it. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Um, all right, okay. <laughs> so, given the fact that Liv Morgan has been in a little bit of a feud with Ronda Rousey, I'm a-guessing... I'm, I'm a-guessing... <laughs> I am guessing that's where they're going as far as uh, Raquel and Liv. Sure, it's something for them to do, and maybe it'll be over before before the draft. 
But as far as the Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus side of it, how far do you think they're going to run with this thing? Oh, God. Eh, Heel Trish might not be terrible. At least, like, story-wise. I don't care. That's a shame. Because Becky was one of the most popular people in the past decade. And Trish, obviously, was an all-time great. And we should care. But I don't know what they... They need to make me care. They need to do something to make me care. Why Why should we care, though? It's the... the this is, Trish is now on, what, her third retirement tour? Yeah. And it, it, this, this whole thing was unnecessary. Mm. None of this needed to happen. And so I don't care because I don't know why they're here in the first place. To be fair, months ago, I thought when Becky was done with Bailey, we could start getting towards her mania program but i didn't really count on bailey being becky's mania program (laughs) oh speaking of which bailey i would have even been fine with that but why why would becky's backup have been lita and trish uh, because nobody likes Becky. That's what Bailey said. Bailey said hey, she has no friends. You guys haven't wrestled in fifteen years. <laughs> I don't know. It's stupid. Sure. It's just a- uh, Eo Sky, trying to branch out on her own, gets oh. the uh, title shot. The next title shot against Bianca. <laughs> she ain't so, winning. So. <laughs> I kind of hope she does. I of course I hope she does. I don't think she will. But Although, what if she did and we Bailey, get a Randy Orton situation? We get, we get, <laughs> we, we get out, we get the shot outside of, of Adam Pierce's office, and Bailey comes out and says she's got herself a spot in the Fatal Four Way match, and when she wins, she's going to beat Bianca for the championship. You haven't won a match since you came back at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Nothing in your history over the past year, eight months, 18 months says I'm going to win the title from Bianca Belair. I like this story. I like that EO and Dakota were like, okay, but what about what about us, Chief? And so she gets EO put in the match, and then EO wins, and Bailey's at ringside, like, yay. Great. That was my fucking spot. Yeah, but you know what? They called her on her bullshit. They literally said to her, You yeah. had your chances. And you fucked up every <laughs> single one. So I like I like that I like the story that they're telling here, which is why I which is why I say but what if Io wins? If Io wins, all bets are off the table. That's amazing. Because that then we've got even more fuel to the to Bailey being like, yeah, hey, hey, you did it when I fucking couldn't. 
Mm-hmm. And then whose side will Dakota be on? Because maybe Dakota gets a little jealous that she didn't win the title. Mm-mm-mm. So many different, but unfortunately they're not going to do any of that. Uh, no, unfortunately the t- when they have the match, Bailey's going to cost Io, and then they're going to feud, and but it might break off Io on her own and make her a babyface, and I'm not exactly opposed to that. And Bailey would do a lot of good work putting Io over. So if Bailey's going to lose, might as well lose to Io. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if that's all Bailey's going to be is a loser, great. Now, now get Io and Dakota over. Might as well. For sure. Since uh, they haven't really done much of that in this goddamn group. Right. Um, but I do like your idea of Io winning. I really do like that idea. Mm. In fact, you can do it at Backlash. I was just going to say, do it at Backlash, you pussies. Well, why not? I mean, crowd would pop. Um, you could you probably give Bianca an out because maybe maybe Bailey tries to cost Io the match, but then ends up like costing Bianca the match and, and kind of handing Io the you know the championship on a silver platter. So ba- Becky, I mean uh, Bailey can kind of like hold that over her head. Yeah. Bailey would be like, "No, I meant to do that." <laughs> Yeah, You're like if she, ta- if she takes the title belt and she runs in the ring and she swings at Io, but Io ducks and she hits Bianca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not the most creative thing in the world, but it would get the job done. Anyway, as far as Trish and Becky go, uh, I know we're going to get a whole lot of, I looked up to you when I was 19 years old. Um, that, that wasn't an Irish accent. I apologize. Wait, wait who's the British one in this? Um, I, I know we're going to get a lot of that. Like, you were my hero. Don't meet your heroes, folks. But <laughs> who, 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 is it? Who, are, who are you trying to impersonate there? Becky. I can't do an Irish brogue, apparently. So, there's that. <laughs> At least not without some practice. Um, you know, Becky gets a mic and gets at the ring and goes, consider yourself a mate. That's an Oliver reference for those of you listening at home. I I do like the fact that Liv Morgan is a champion again. This is this is nice for her. She's had 17 partners since she won the, the women's title, but this is probably her best partner, to be honest. Wasn't she teaming yeah, she's with? Yeah, she's got uh, a. Uh, she's got uh, Raquel Rodriguez. She's uh, she's got a big back. It's a big back. <laughs> they see potential in her. I do as well. She just needs more of a character than just she's got a big back. <laughs> oh my God, Becky! Look at her back. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, this was a little disappointing on Monday Night Raw. We get this Haas fight between Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. And to be fair, I'm actually enjoying it. Match was great. Until the finish. I don't hate the count-out. You don't hate the count-out? I don't hate the count-out. For, kinda... this, match, I, for, this, for this match, I don't hate the count-out. My issue with the count-out is I saw her coming a mile away. As soon as like that spot 
where they when they went to the outside, and all of a sudden the ref went one, two, three, four. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, Why do they do you, that? Why do they speed up their count for? You can't have a de- you can't have a, a decisive winner here. Because uh, Bobby's Bobby, yeah, and you're building Bronson. So I don't th- I don't think you can. It it makes sense to me that they're just gonna that, that these two fucking guys just want to beat the fuck out of each other and fuck the referee's count. We're just gonna we're just gonna whoop each other's ass. Yeah, but you. <sighs> I wanted even a winner by by cheating. I wanted Bronson to cheat and win. You know what I mean? So then Bobby could be like, <laughs> which is look. I guess I was disappointed because I, I said I was enjoying that match and it just seemed like such a, a deflation. Not anything like what happened at night two. But anyway, anyway, uh, I digress. Um, I did hear Becky say local medical facility again this week. Yeah. That's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) That is fucking annoying. What do you think of the two separate times it was mentioned that that perhaps Brock beat up Cody because of his spot on the card at WrestleMania? That sounds like the dumbest fucking shit, especially because they're ham-handily saying, oh, Brock. You know, that's just what I heard. Maybe that's not the whole story, but I think that might have something to do with it. Hmm, if I had to and besides, wager you guys a talk, guess. You guys <laughs> talked about it last week. Brock was perfectly fine with his spot on the card because he got to wrestle for four minutes and go the fuck home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all know that. <laughs> Brock Lesnar has never had a problem opening WrestleMania. He loves it. Right. WrestleMania started at 8. That motherfucker was on the way to LAX at 8.15. Yes. Yeah, so that's a tough sell for me, that that Brock did it because... And I think he's going to destroy that. I think if Brock gets a microphone, he's going to be like, No, I didn't. That had nothing to fucking do with it. <laughs> I did it because I don't like you. <laughs> I mean, that could be it. Maybe he's jealous that he got the title shot and, and Brock didn't. Maybe. Um, you know, Brock's gotten like four title shots against Roman already. Against Brock Lesnar, he's the only guy to have beaten Roman at WrestleMania. So you can you can chalk that one up. Yeah. Um. But next week, Brock Lesnar is going to be there. What do you think he says? What do you think he wants to talk about? <laughs> think he comes out as Cowboy Brock with the hat and the whole nine? Nah. No. He might. But then I'll get booed. Is it interesting to you that Heyman refuses to talk about it? Wow. Really, Kat? Wow. For for our viewers who are who are listening to this, uh Adam's Adam's pussy just absolutely swatted his microphone. I have I have my microphone on top of a couple of things to get it closer to my mouth and Dipshit decided to rub his face against it and just knocked the whole fucking thing over. So uh, my uh, my impromptu mic stand was not as stable as I thought, apparently. See, I also have the same thing going. I have a big giant dictionary, and that's where my mic sits on. Uh, this thing looks like it's from like 1985 because it's like the size of the old phone books. But uh, yeah, I just watched your cat do that though. That's that's harsh. Bad. Why does this encyclopedia still have a, an entry for the USSR? <laughs> it says it says current. 
Um, yeah, so are we back to, like, boring Brock, where he's not a cowboy anymore, and he's just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think he. I, I. I. I think we might still get cowboy. He's just asshole cowboy. I'm an asshole cowboy. You know why I did it, Cody? Because I saw you there with your kid at Mania, and I don't give a shit about your kid. <laughs> I don't give a shit about John Huber's kids. Oh my god! <laughs> you never know. It is Brock. You never know. By the way. That fucking traitorous little shitbag negative one thinks he can show up at WrestleMania and not get fucking shit talked by the internet? Uh, you say the internet, but let's be honest here. <laughs> it's like thinks he five can not people. Get, <laughs> thinks he can not get shit talked by one very specific subsection of the internet? So that's the thing I, I find kind of hilarious is um, all these people... You know, and sometimes myself included, we get so wrapped up with what the AEW stands are saying. Dude, there's like five of them. Just because they're the most vocal. I mean, literally, and I'm not kidding you, there's a there's a few hundred of them. That That's really about it. Because half the people that go to the show probably just do it just because they're like, oh, I, I remember Sting. <laughs> Look, Sal. Ariel Helwani... And that 11-year-old boy are traitorous fucks, okay? Yeah. And they deserve to be shat upon at every possible moment. Is it going to break the stands in half if Tony Khan, like, sells AEW to the WWE at some point? <laughs> are they just all going to, like, spontaneously combust? Somebody made a... I saw a meme. I don't remember where. If it was on Facebook. After the announcement of the whole Endeavor deal, <laughs> somebody had literally put the name on the contract does say McMahon, but it says Triple H McMahon. I'm like, you're fucking trying way too hard for that joke, buddy. Yeah, that's, you're that's, trying way <laughs> too fucking hard for that. That's a stretch. That's not even, that's not even close. That is. It would have been closer if you went. The name on the contract says McMahon. It says Ed McMahon. Hey oh, would have been a better fucking joke. Than Triple H McMahon. Triple H. And Ed McMahon's been dead for 20 fucking years, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, have you seen all the amazing memes of Vince with his mustache? Yes. Look. My my favorite was the one that I posted myself. Was Was it the M. Bison one? No. I, I tweeted I tweeted the picture, the the screen grab of him on the from the thing. And and said, uh, Mom, can we get Gomez Adams? Mom, we have Gomez Adams at home. Nice. Gomez Adams at home. <laughs> nice. He you know, it does fit though. He looks so much more evil than he did. <laughs> but the be- the best thing I've seen in regards to this was a picture a picture of Vince from Raw in probably two thousand four. Mm. It says, I'm old enough. I'm old enough to remember when Vince McMahon had this face. (laughs) That's great. Because, motherfucker, Vince McMahon's face is younger than my kid at this point. Well, you put enough fucking filler in your cheeks, and there you go. (laughs) 
You know, <laughs> by the way, do you find it ironic that the company has told us for three decades who they were going to sell it to in the future? They always did. They always said, good luck <laughs> in your future endeavor. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. We just steal that joke. I didn't. I, I swear, I came <laughs> up with it. Um, also, between me and you, I'm a little worried about the about this uh, partnership, this this merger, this this sale. Uh, I, I, as an old school wrestling fan, don't think any good can come of this. Like, eventually, it's going to be. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I'm just. I'm not a fan. I. I. I'm not too concerned about it. I think, if anything, Endeavor sees WWE as a cash cow because they're already making tons of money. And the only thing we're going to get is more sponsors sponsors in places. I, I Okay, so we're definitely going to get more sponsors. My concern, my immediate concern, is that they see it as a cash cow, and therefore they will milk it as a cash cow, and they will start charging for PLEs, and they will start charging for fucking. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they will though, because that because that'll drive people away. Yeah, but if they think they got you, and they're like, let's let's bleed these motherfuckers for every dime they have. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 not a hundred percent likely but it's a fear that i have that that all of a sudden this is going to become a thing that you have to pay for everything i hope i'm wrong but they're like oh raw signed a deal with paramount plus imagine that imagine that fucking shit if i have to watch raw streaming uh-huh. on one that i don't have uh- <laughs> by the way you remember the name of the the uh, the, the sweepstakes company that a big man was a spokesman for Mm-mm. No, I do not remember. Do you? Everybody thinks it was Publishers Clearinghouse, right? What was it? It wasn't Publishers Clearinghouse. It was American Family Publishers. It's a little Mandela effect for you, right there. It wasn't Publishers Clearinghouse. It wasn't Publishers Clearinghouse. Oh fuck that noise! <laughs> I don't even want to. You know what? That that is blatant Mandela effect right there. Anyway. Anyway, um, do you yeah. Have- so I'm not I'm not too concerned about this endeavor thing because, like I said, they I I don't I don't share your concerns that they'll start charging for it'll go back to being pay per view. Are you concerned with how much Vince McMahon is involved in the creative going forward? Um, not particularly. Hmm. Okay, you're very very positive attitude person it's almost I'm like trying. your positive ally i'm trying <laughs> that's a miss by the way I, I don't stop that positive ally what the hell are we doing um anything else from raw smackdown i got nothing else from raw smackdown okay then let's talk about nxt i thought nxt was very good this week mm-hmm 
I love. Honestly. I need. I I need this Kiana Fallon Briggs Jensen thing to be the fuck over with. But oh, okay. But I will say that um, I'm slightly intrigued when Briggs shoved. I'm sorry, when Jensen shoved Briggs because a a, a split could mean Josh Briggs going on his own, and I'm fine with that. We know how talented Josh Briggs is. He doesn't need... I I mean, you're not wrong, but it's, it does, I still don't give a shit about this angle. Well, apparently the tag team titles are no longer part of this angle. That has pretty successfully been removed now. Thank God. Um. Now we can just get a mixed tag of of Jensen and Kiana versus uh Fallon Henry and and Josh Briggs. Hen- Henley. Fallon Henley. That's what I said. No, it's not. Henley. You said Henry. I. <clears throat> yeah. No, it's not good. And and it was it was very very overbooked this week. And who the fuck is Sebastian? We, I guess we dropped it. <laughs> Speaking of things they should drop. Because now it's just, I'm going to hit you with the purse. Don't hit him with the purse. I'm going to hit him with the purse. Don't hit him with the purse. <laughs> Speaking of things that should be dropped, not Grits? all not all of NXT was, was watchable content. Uh, <laughs> s- scripts? Dude, what? What the fuck? So... Scripps and NXT Anonymous so, are two different people. I don't mind NXT Anonymous because it works for getting things over that they need to get over. But aren't they like the same gimmick? <laughs> Scripps, Scripps is just nothing. Scripps is nothing. But Scripps point. talks in an evil voice and he and he writes furiously. I'm gonna write you a poem <laughs> about how much I'm gonna beat you when we face each other in competition. It's not good. I don't care. I don't care. But what I wrote in my notes is, speaking of things that need to be over with, scripts. Yeah. No, it's a mess. It is a mess. Okay. Obviously. Release. Hashtag release Reggie. Mm. On the other end, on the the complete other end of that, though, I am here for DiJack versus Dragunov. That's interesting. That is very. Is, uh, Dragunov looked at him like he like he was welcoming it too. Like yes, yes give it to me. I'm down. Pump it directly into my veins. That that's gonna be violent, man. That's gonna be hard hitting. That's gonna be fun. Um, I also liked that. Uh, Dijak, you know, came in from behind Dragunov, but Dragunov knew it. He was like waiting for him. Um, but I also, also see that the DiJack has fully adopted the uh, the prison thing, and now his his way of announcing feuds now is just I'm gonna put my prison bars over your name, motherfucker. <laughs> so he's the big boss man. Is that like his new gimmick? <laughs> um, no, that should be fun. That should be fun. Dragon off versus uh versus DiJack. 
Obviously, I'm assuming you're very happy that Carmelo is the champ. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, do you think it's kind of stupid, though, that Breaker was like, I don't want the title. It's a curse. I'm taking myself out of the match. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's an interesting heel turn, to be sure. I think like the better angle would have been, um, I don't have to put myself through a fatal four-way. I'm the former champion. I can get a rematch whenever I want it, and Shawn Michaels knows that. That, to me, would have been the better angle than... I hate the NXT title. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was weird. That was weird for me. But he's not wrong. How many times on this show has Jason said that this this title reign has been awful? It's true. But it's rare that a wrestler acknowledges that. So that's good. Okay. We'll see where it goes. Also, uh, if you ever take a trip up to Worcester County, Mass... <laughs> Fantastic. You better read the signs or die, Jack. We'll kick your ass. There it is. Anyway. Um, I want to give a shout-out, and I, I feel like I do this constantly on the show. I, I want to give a shout-out to the NXT Women's Division. When I watch NXT, I would say that only a handful of the men have the look of a WWE superstar. And that's that's not a knock. Look, there's a lot of talented people in NXT, but there's a lot of people I can't really see on the main roster. But when I see the women's division, it is full of talented women that I could easily see on the main roster. Two of them this week, I thought, impressed the fuck out of me, and that was Tiffany Stratton and Sol Ruka. Mm-hmm. I look at these girls and I was like, they could be on SmackDown tomorrow. They're they're talented. They're obviously athletic. I know that they were doing some flippies and some cartwheels and some some backflips. I'm fine with it. The match was good. And they look like physically imposing women that can kick the shit out of you. Sol Ruka's finisher still gives me the jibblies. Well. It's a fun finisher though. Because at some point, something's going to go wrong, and someone's going to get hurt. So far, all I've seen that's gone wrong is that the person's timing is off, so soul just falls, and the person doesn't go down. That's not terrible. Right. I can understand someone could land on their neck, but um, still, I I think these girls are super talented, um, and the the whole fucking division is full of them. I thought Cora's promo was really good, too. Cora's promo was great. I liked how she ran down the division. Um, and she basically uh, <laughs> had something to say about every girl, uh, you know, every top contender in the division. Gigi Dolan. Okay. I like Gigi Dolan. This, this Book of Hobbes type of uh, story <laughs> she's got going on, it's the wrong fit for me. <laughs> That's my abandoned house page. Yeah, like, okay, first of all, I'm not sure if anybody remembers this, but Gigi Dolan, or Priscilla Kelly, as it were, was on an episode of... God, what was it called? M- Yo, MTV Cribs. No, it was like Gypsies... 
Can't like, say that uh, anymore. That's the name of the show. It was like my big fat gypsy life on E Network. I swear to God. I swear that was a thing. And she was like 14 and she was on this show. And I know this because the internet pointed it out to me. And she was rich. Like her family had tons of money. (laughs) My big fat American gypsy wedding. There it is. There it is. And she had everything she could have wanted. And she didn't look like she came from the slums. I'm just saying. In which she was the main focus of the episode 14 and looking for Mr. Wright. There it is. What is this, the Kansas GOP? Uh, She would later say that the program had misrepresented her. Okay. (laughs) When you look at Gigi Dolan, do you think her her baby face character should be, I came from the trailer park? And yet, I survived. In, like, a serious way? Like, this is even, like, Jamie Noble. This is, like... Like, my mom used to beat me, and, like, you guys should, like, feel bad for me? But also, you guys know Darby used to beat me, so... Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know, it's weird Uh, fit for me. She did an interview... I just found this article here. Um, she did an interview with Busted Open Radio, uh, leading into Roadblock. Mm-hmm. Um, quote, I am a Romani child gypsy. I grew up living an old school, strict lifestyle. It's an interesting lifestyle because I was sheltered growing up until I found wrestling and I left home when I turned 18. I slept on couches in cars and I didn't have money or have my parents in my life at that time. They were both dealing with addiction and issues like that growing up. I've been through the ringer. To be able to see where I came out of that is amazing. That's why I'm so determined to give my brother this incredible life, because he's 11 years younger than me. He kind of got the trailing end of childhood without me in the picture to take him away from that. My goal in wrestling is to give him this incredible life. So right. she is saying that she that she was not in any way uh, a, a gifted child. And that she came from, like, essentially a broken home. There was a TV show on TLC 10 years ago called My Big Fat Gypsy Wedding. I was a part of it when I was 14. I had a birthday party. I didn't have a wedding. They took my story, which was supposed to be a birthday, and they stretched it and made it into this really disturbing, disgusting story of, oh, her parents are trying to get her a husband at 14. <laughs> she did have Sandra Chelly make her dress, though, which cost like $14,000. I'm just throwing it out. Maybe the show paid for it, but still. Sure. Probably. Um, but I just think I, I love Gigi Dolan as... Um, not like a Nikki Cross type, but like... She's fearless, and she's like aggressive, and like... She's there to kick the shit out of J.C. Jane. I don't know how I feel about like... Uh, you know, let let let's drive through the slums of, like, a trailer park and be like, this was my home. (laughs) This was what I escaped. It's too much. It's like Lacey Evans. It's too much. In my opinion. Yeah, but at least she has uh, personality. Oh, well, yes. Which Lacey Evans does not have. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God they they have, have again given up on that experiment. Get her the fuck out of the company. She's the you worst. You say that they've given up, but I don't see that they've given up. Just because she went on SmackDown last week. Listen, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen her in a while. 
She was on the SmackDown before Mania. Her and somebody lost to, like, Ronda and Shane or something. Or maybe it was Raquel and Liv. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Back to NXT. Back to um, NXT. Dragon Lee is amazing. Yeah. I find him very entertaining. Dragon Lee. But see, that's that's what I was talking about earlier when I was comparing the men's and women's division. When I look at the men's division in NXT, there's only a handful of people I can see on the main roster. Somebody like McDonough is not going to make it to the main roster. They, I wonder if Axiom would actually make it to the main roster. Um, so you're saying all the small guys? All the small guys. Even, um, what's the fuck's his name? Von Wagon. <laughs> he's not going to be on the... Dude, he's not going to be on the main roster. If you lose this match, then you're done with Robert Stone. Oh my god, he lost this match. Oh my god, I don't fucking care. Not at all. Robert Stone didn't even care. He was just like, ah. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find something else to do. <laughs> that was just... That was the most heatless fucking ankle. Awful. Awful. <laughs> Jan Wagner is hot garbage. That's what he is. He's Yon Wagner. That's a good call. That was a very fucking good call right there. Um, how do you feel about the Paisans uh, feuding with Pretty Deadly? See, this is why I enjoy the NXT Anonymous. I enjoy getting to watch them kidnap Pretty Deadly. They did, but then I guess I guess Pretty Deadly got freed, and then they jumped uh, Stax and, and D'Angelo. I don't hate it. I like I like all four of those guys, so we'll see where it goes. Uh, I'm not too happy with the idea of Grayson Waller losing yet another title match. He will. <laughs> I know he will. I'm not, I'm not happy about it. It gives Carmelo a win over a hated heel. And besides, this might be perfect if Grayson Waller is because he's getting the title shot at Spring Breaker. It's spring break in, but whatever. Um, and that's in two weeks. So maybe Grayson Waller will be called up to the main roster. <laughs> He's one of those handful of guys I can see being on the main roster. 100%. He's got it, as they say. For me, it's him, Carmelo, Braun, and, believe it or not, Dragunov. That's the guys. Because... Yeah. Even Tyler Bate, I just don't know. He needs more of a character. All the small guys. <laughs> yeah, because they can't, they can't keep doing this to, Bate, to to Waller and keep him hot down in NXT. They can't, can't have him lose all these big matches because this will be number four? Three? Four? Three. Yeah. Breaker. Gargano. Mellow. But. Well, breaker, breaker, breaker. I, breaker, breaker. Mellow. <laughs> Gargano wasn't a title match, but. Is, I mean, still, so a big match, but okay, so that's a four. Because the cage match, the rematch. I know, the rematch, the cage match, the, the. You know what I'm saying. Right. The regular Gargano match. Deliver, and I was going to lose against Mellow. Yeah. Just a Mellow. Spring breaking. But, you know what they say, when you're leaving a territory, you go out on your back. So. Again, more signal to me that he's getting called up. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, I, I officially don't give a shit about the Creeds and 
Ivy Nile by association. <laughs> uh, dude, Diamond Mine is dead. Just end it. Really? <laughs> but Damon Kemp was out there scouting somebody I forget. Okay. Who. I don't... <sighs> you take Damon Kemp and you have him come out there during a match with, I don't know, Eddie Bauer? What the fuck's his name? Eddie something. <laughs> And it's like you haven't Eddie done Bauer, the guy who who designed my LL Bean Jeep Grand Cherokee. You have not done enough things for me to care about these people. <laughs> I don't. Um, I did enjoy during the MVP celebration. By the way, uh, Breaker coming out there, fucking spearing Andre Chase in half, and then Duke Hudson. <laughs> Is like, oh shit, and he takes his MVP trophy and he like hides and he rolls out of the ring and then he's like <gasps> Yeah, uh, I'm still confused about Duke I like the way Duke's playing it Because he's the MVP, fun. but then he completely abandons Because yeah, he's a shitbag <laughs> Yes, he got, he, he got them the win against the schism, but he's still He's still in this for himself. And that, speaking of schism, speaking of schism, it's funny because I thought that uh, that the dyad, the grizzled young veterans, had, had asked for uh, and granted their release, and yet here they are live on Tuesday night. Well, I had heard they had asked for. I didn't know about granted, but um. We'll see. We'll see uh, if they do nothing but lose for the next month, and then we don't see them anymore. <laughs> so, um, AKA our members of the schism. Well, the schism, I think, has potential. Joe Gacy has potential, but it's just not with this character, <laughs> or at least not the way it's been played out on this on TV. Schism is. A very wish.com Bray Wyatt. Wyatt family, basically. And Joe Gacy needs to not wrestle in tights ever again. Yeah, I actually preferred him in the black pants and black shirt. I know he looked like Baron Corp, but still it worked. It worked better than his trunks. Which kind of make him look like um Tensai. <laughs> A schlub. He looks like Lord Tensai. I'm sorry, but he does. Okay. So, <clears throat> do you think that Spring Break-In is going to be like a really good show or is it going to suffer from the fact that they're already booking out to Breakout? Break, breakdown? What's it called? Battleground? Because they're mentioning I, that I, on I the think, same shows. You know what I mean? I think it, I think it will be a good show because it's an NXT show. So I think it'll be a good show. I also think it'll be an inconsequential show. Yeah, I think it'll be a very don't think I don't think anything's going to happen. But see, that's the problem. When you already are booking towards a pay-per-view after this, then you're conditioning me not to care. It's the same thing with fucking Backlash. I don't give a shit about Backlash. <laughs> are you yeah. kidding me? Like You going to Battleground? 
I know it's in Lowell. I really should. I really might actually. I'll I think I. That. It's on Sunday, isn't it? I'm not sure, but it is. I know it's in Lowell, and it re- oh man, I've always wanted to go see an NXT show live. I was May 28th. Yeah, it's on, it's on a Sunday. It's... So see, that even works out because I wouldn't have to worry about work and like. Mm. I was trying to convince my friend to, to get to get us tickets, but he couldn't. So now I'm going to start working on you. Um, oh, I see. No, that's, that's what <laughs> we'll see. Um, by Jason, the way, talk, Jason, talk to Mello and get us tickets to Battleground, right? There you go. Speaking of which, so now that Mello is going with a face character, do you see Trick also staying face, or do you think that they they turn Trick on him at some point? Uh, phrasing. <laughs> are, they, are they turning tricks in NXT? Um, for now, yes, but I think eventually, I think eventually we get that uh, that split. Yeah, I'm alright with it for now. No, there was a there was a there was a Ring of Honor show in Lowell a while ago when Malonis was still working there, and I had mentioned to him after how I'd wanted to go, but I couldn't I couldn't get tickets. He's like, Dude, you should ask me. And I'm like, I never want to do that ever, right? Because to anyone, because who the fuck am I? <laughs> I get that. I get it. Um, oh, by the way, the guy's name was Eddie Thorpe, and he was fighting Big Body Javi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but apparently he's also friends. No, there's another guy. Not Eddie Thorpe. There's another guy who's friends with Hank, the the security guard turned wrestler. Oh, the, guy, the guy who fought Joe Coffey? He yeah. Shit kicked him. So Jake, is it Jake something? I don't know. Anyway, Jake something is a completely different wrestler. Um, isn't that the guy from um that was in Sammy Callahan's group? His name was like Jake something, wasn't it? I literally have no idea what you're talking it's about. It's an impact. It's an impact wrestling thing. So why I would it. I know? <laughs> because why it, would I know an impact? Because wrestling? it existed on the internet. Um. So let's see here. Yeah, Von Wagner. He's he 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 cost uh, Robert Stone a job. Nobody cares. Uh, Dijak, that was much better. Joe Coffee. Let's talk about Joe Coffee. Okay. I think he has the potential to be a very big star in NXT, and I I I love the way he carries himself. Tank Ledger. That's the fucking guy's name. Tank Ledger. What the fuck? <laughs> Joe Coffey. Is... How, uh, how many of those containment units did you deliver last week? I don't know. I'll check my Tank Ledger. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe Coffey seems like the perfect guy in NXT to just beat the shit out of people. <laughs> So what he did in NXT UK? I see. I didn't watch enough of it. I saw him when he fought. Um, be done. That was amazing. Joe Coffey. I mean, Gallus as a whole. They are beat the shit out of people, guys. See, you know what's weird about that? When I watch Gallus, Wolfgang doesn't look like a mean person. Ah, <laughs> Wolfie. Right. Like, the Coffee Brothers look like assholes, but Wolfgang's just like, ah, let's play some pool and such. 
Um, okay, they are... One thing I wanted to mention, they are continuing to incorporate Roxanne Perez's anxiety into story. She came out there during that uh, Stax and Lorenzo promo. I'm sorry, Stax is Lorenzo. During that Stax and Tony promo, they came out. Uh, she came out there, and Zoe Stark criticized her. She was like, oh, some people are, you know... Actually, Corjade said that. Corjade said some people are built for this and can handle it, and some people can't. And Zoe basically just made fun of Roxanne. So, how do you feel about this being a storyline that Roxanne Perez has to overcome her anxiety? (sighs) I don't hate it. No, sir. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I kind of appreciate them telling that story. Like, it's not something they would have touched years ago. They would never have actually, like, played that out on TV. Um, but if Roxanne wants to incorporate that real life into into her character. I'm not exactly opposed to it. I just have to see how it how it works. More than just mentioning it. <laughs> I don't know. It feels... Forced? It feels troublesome to me. Hmm. Possibly. To... <laughs> just even, even the fact that it's like, we're doing a mental health angle. Okay. That's weird. I have mental health. I don't pass out. Well, okay, but there are people that have anxiety attacks that 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 affects them like that. <laughs> she already she she's already been an NXT Women's Tag Team Champion. Mm. And then she had that big feud with Roxanne with that with Cora. Mm-hmm. Why didn't she pass out during any of those matches? I don't know. Maybe her anxiety is just—it's, it, you know, it's spiking right now or something. I don't. I don't know. My anxiety is very spotty. <laughs> it comes and it goes. Well, whatever. Anyway, anything else from NXT? Nope. All right. Well, I think that means we're done. Unless there was anything else that you felt that you wanted to talk about from wrestling this week. The fuck is a brood edge? A brood edge is a short-haired edge who wears red and black. And a disco ball in his fucking head. I, mm-hmm. Now, did you get the Andros reference I made? I didn't have it in 64. Okay, fine. Well, it was also on Super Nintendo, but whatever. I didn't have uh, a Super Nintendo either. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think we've discussed this before. I was angry when my dad brought home the Genesis. As well you should have been. <laughs> no, because the Genesis ended up being fucking great. But... I mean, Genesis was fun for some things. Uh, speaking of Nintendo and Genesis, before we close this week, you know I saw the Mario movie last week. Uh, um. Okay. 
I would advise definitely to take your boy to it. I think he'll get a really big kick out of it. I think you will get a kick out of it, too. But the people... Hold on, you're frozen. Well, at least your face is frozen. <laughs> oh, no, you're back. Make fun okay. Maybe I got we're not talking about Nikki Bella's mother here. Uh, what were you gonna say about the Mario Brothers movie? Uh, I was yeah, I will. But uh, I got a car payment now for the next five years, so we'll see what the fuck happens. Hmm, that's true. Uh, no, obviously there was tons and tons of references, and anybody who who was an old-school NES fans will get most of them. But I also like that they included references from newer Mario games, like Super Mario Galaxy and Super Mario Sunshine and so forth. Put it back. Wow, your internet is uh, is slowly dying. So we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> that, was, that was such a good fuck. I mean, I can't hear it, but that doesn't mean that our listeners can't, because sometimes the recording picks it up, even if, you know, you're... you're <laughs> I mean, at least you're not doing this like you were in that picture that was in Jason's background for like three weeks. Nobody's sitting in my lap this week. <laughs> All right. Well, this was a fun week. We look forward to next week, the post-mania storylines going into Backlash are always a little bit lackluster. But then we start getting ramped up for Money in the Bank and things start getting back to normal and, and at least they again. stopped At least they stopped calling it WrestleMania Backlash, no matter what Cody says. They only did that for two years. It wasn't like it was yeah, a long Yeah, and it was thing. stupid, and it was stupid both years. <laughs> Gotta maximize that WrestleMania profit, pal. People will buy it because it has WrestleMania in the name. God, I hate him. Anyway, Adam, thank you so much for, for hanging out this week. Thanks, buddy. This was fun. And uh, why don't you send us on home? Oh, jeez. I guess uh, we'll smack your ass down, run left next week. Bye, Stanger. That's certainly one way to send us home. Have a good night, everyone. Listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. 
Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the salzer effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.